Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome back to the Sofa Cinema Club episode number five. I'm Colson Smith and as always, I am joined by... Jack P. Shepard. Ben Utah. <laughs> <laughs> the Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together and educate each other on film. It's all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we come into the studio where one of us has picked a film for the other and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated. Now the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every single Thursday. This week's film has been chosen by Jack and Ben for me and you guys at home and it is Point Break. But before we go into talking about Point Break, as always, how has your week been? It rained, didn't it? With literally nothing. Brilliant. Nowhere to go again. I mean, I'm just, I'm finding it really boring. Really boring. Well, by the time this episode goes out, lockdown has ended. Yeah, but I mean, it's not for Manchester. It's a lockdown into lockdown, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, it's ended. It's still lockdown. Yeah. But one thing that there is that's new and that's to look forward to is... Today is the 1st of December. This episode goes out on the 3rd of December. What did you wake up to this morning, Ben? Oh, Christmas music. Step into Christmas. Absolutely loving it. Obviously, everyone does Christmas their own way, don't they? Everyone does it a very different way. Now, what we did Christmas morning, we, ha- we put a stocking out for Santa. Mm-hmm. And Christmas morning, you woke up and... Santa had put loads of stuff in your stocking. Whereas some people get their main presents from Santa, don't they? Do they? What you want about? So that's what some people do. So you got main presents from mum and dad? Presents under the tree, mum and dad family. And they've been there all month? Been there all month. You've shaken them, you know what you're getting. Just get a stocking. Just get a stocking from Santa. Off the big man himself. Off the big man, off St. Nick. Speaking of St. Nick, old St. Nick Tilsley, when do you put your Christmas tree up? Christmas Eve. (laughs) (laughs) When the kids were really small, I remember we didn't have one. It was Christmas Eve and it must have been six. We were in London and I went down to the lad and I went, Christmas tree? Any chance? He went, yeah, 50% off. (laughs) I'm like, banging up Christmas Day. (laughs) 
down Boxing Day. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> there are only like two. They didn't know. They thought it lasted for weeks. Yeah. I remember one year, my dad going to B&Q on Christmas Eve and buying it for a penny because they were a penny on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Well, me and your dad, perfect. Jack, when do you put yours up? Oh, it's usually up around 10th of December, something like that. I'm not mental. Like, you get those mental nutcases that put them up in September, don't you? Some people have had them up yeah. for a long time. August was the earliest I saw this year. August. August. I'm not joking. August. Placky or real? Gotta be real. I prefer fake. What? I tell you why. Everyone goes, oh no, you've got to have that smell. Bullshit. That smell you can get from a fucking candle, right? Those fucking pine needles are a pain in the arse. The dog eats them, you're fucked. Yeah, it's not good on the dog's paws, is it? Get a fake one, and then you get it out every year, and you know what you're doing. That real one's shit. You build your placky one, don't you, there? You get it down from the loft, you build it. Yeah. And then you're like, do you know what? That looks mint every year. Take it down. And you've saved and yourself 80 quid. And also get the tree that already has the lights attached to it. None of that pissing about <laughs> untangling them. That's just a pain Do you blow it up? Or does it just expand <laughs> out the box when you go, there we go, Christmas bidding. Christmas tree fell on me one year. What? Here we go. One year. Here we go. My dad used to hide chocolates on the tree. In yeah. like a bauble or something yeah. like that. And we used to have this game where we would try and find the chocolate on the tree. How old were you? How old were you? Oh, I'm six, seven. Yeah. I thought I found it. And we're talking a big one. Like this is a, a good seven and a half footer job. And a real? No, fake. Fake, oh. fake. It's a tra- family tradition, Coulson. The shepherds have fake trees. <laughs> no one in their family has ever had a real tree. For but shepherds, yeah. we don't get the real ones. They're bloody pine needles. Just get a candle and a fake Spect- one. Better for the environment. So I'm pulling on this chocolate, thinking it's a chocolate, and it's not. And I ended up pulling the whole fucking thing over on top of me, and I shit it. I've ruined Christmas. Merry Christmas. As far as I was concerned. I don't think my dad was in. I think it was my mum. Your mum rescued the situation. No, I... Get him some paracetamol as he hurt himself. I got out from underneath the tree and ran upstairs. Guess I was scared. And then I think my mum just sort of like said, what have you bleeding been doing or something? And I went, I was trying to get the chocolate from the tree and it was there. Clam and chain, get chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We put it back. Do you ever talk about that now? Do you ever sort of sit around at Christmas? Do you remember that time the tree fell on you? Your mum's oh. going to listen to this and it's going to bring back memories. Or it'll be, you blamed your Tom for yes. that. Yes, <laughs> I knew it was <laughs> you. <laughs> I knew it was you. So, film, point break. Not very Christmassy at all, in fact. No, a summer blockbuster, yeah. Yeah, beaches, surfing, crime. Who's doing the synopsis then? Shepard loves it. Go on, go on. Off <laughs> no, you go. You. Go on. I don't do them, you do them. You love doing them. Okay. Yeah, he loves it. Look, he loves it. face. Little face. Ben's not done one for a week. Yeah, but mine are good. He he can do the next one. I'll do the next next one. one. Here we go. Point Break. Point Break follows a character called Johnny Utah, played by Keanu Reeves, a young Keanu Reeves. He's a rookie cop uh, just being promoted to detective, and he gets... um, uh, he gets over into LA and he's doing a crime where there's some um, bandits that have been 
doing doing heists <laughs> in banks and they've got away with loads of money and they've 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 been they've been pissing off a lot of people and they dress up as presidents they dress up they call themselves the ex-presidents and they are exactly what it says on the tin um and there's a a crazy cop called papas papas which is played by gary Busey. he is uh a cop and in the same department, and he thinks that... Are you sure you don't want Ben <laughs> to do up, this please. Shut up, Are you shut up, sure? shut up. He thinks... Should we he... ring Jacob and no, see if up, he's available? shut up, Keanu Reeves tries to infiltrate this gang that he believes... Uh, surfer are... gang. Surfer gang that he thinks are the um, the bandits. Bandits? <laughs> he's a cop, he goes undercover, <laughs> he learns to surf. <laughs> shut up. He gets intertwined with the with the gang. Mm. He likes them. They're thrill seekers. They're like jumping out of planes. They're like surfing and they're like robbing banks. And he thinks, I've got them. It's these guys. And he goes after them. (laughs) There, that's the film. Do you know what? Sometimes I think people would think they just make this up. Yeah. But Nat's proved we do make it up. (laughs) Failed to prepare. That's good. No, that was good. That was good. Bandits was good. I rate you highly on that. I think we should rate the synopsis sometimes. <laughs> I, I tell you what, that's got to be the worst synopsis we've ever had. I loved it. I loved it. Bandits, Johnny yep. Utah, got it all in there. Surfing, yep. skydiving. That's it. First off, Johnny Utah, innit? What a mint name. <laughs> I'm calling myself... It's ridiculous. Ben Utah. And they've said at work, they're fine with me changing the credits. <laughs> ben, we've got... Ben Utah, Colson Chicago, and Jack Jacksonville. <laughs> I think I'd change it to Benny Utah. Benny Utah's yeah, better. It's very good, isn't it? Benny Utah. Yeah. Hey, Benny Utah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where they got the name from? No, go hit it. There was an NFL player whose second name was Montana. Oh, Joe Montana. And they loved that his yeah. second name was a state, yeah. So they basically stole it from that. And, but they changed the state to Utah. That's weird. It's bizarre, isn't it? Because it fits that kind of film in that time. But if you did it now, you'd laugh your head off. Yeah. Yeah. What's your name? Johnny Utah. Oh, okay. Not, fuck off. What's your real name? <laughs> it's not Johnny Utah. No one's called Utah. Why doesn't Boosie yeah. say that? But they've all got weird names. Bodie, Papas. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to have a crazy name. He's proud of his name as well, isn't it? It's almost to that level of... Bond, James Bond. Like the yeah. way he says his name, he's quite <laughs> Utah. proud Johnny of Utah. what it is. But originally, the film was called Johnny Utah. Was it really? Yeah. Before they changed it to Point Break, it was called Johnny Utah. And the point reason it's Point Break, it's 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 a surfing. It's term. a surfing term, isn't it? So it's where is it where the wave breaks? I imagine when it hits the ground. Which obviously you know, Jack, because you're quite a big surfer, aren't you? I have gone surfing and I am very fucking good, actually. I'll have you know. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Go on, elaborate. Let's go. I went to Caribbean and I did it there. I went, Caribbean? Yeah. <laughs> There's no waves what? in the Caribbean. Every time there I look is. at the Caribbean. There is. There's loads. We had a red flag day and I thought, fuck that. I went out and took a board. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch a point break? <laughs> like, I can't stop the waves, man. Who's that? It's Jack Utah. He's out there. <laughs> you can't stop him. But it looks like David Platt. I know it looks like him, but he's fucking Jack Utah, man. 
You can't be Jack Jacksonville <laughs> catching a point break. <laughs> Jack Jacksonville in the Caribbean. Ow! Yeah, he, he. What do they call it when you fall off a wave? They call it something, don't Look they? Look a bit shit. <laughs> Keanu Young mixed with comes to the new department with old cop Boosie, who's seen it all. It's kind of like a very well trodden path, isn't it? Young lad, an old guy who's seen it all. I really like the first scene where Johnny Utah and Boosie meet each other. Mm. Um, he's got the blindfold on, hasn't he? He's at the diving yeah. pool. Oh, the bricks. Yeah, and he's having to get... And he gives it the classic of, oh, they're giving me this new fucking hotshot partner. Thinks he's all this. He's supposed to be a jock. And he takes the blindfold off and his partner's there. So it's instantly, we're off on the wrong foot. Like. Yeah. And yeah. you kind of just think they're not going to get along. But also you can see, I think what Boosie's character can see is also is Johnny Utah can take a gag. It's got something to him, hasn't he? You'd have to be with a name like that. <laughs> You'd think it'd be the worst possible foot to get off on, wouldn't you? The way they met. But actually, it is such a good working relationship that they form and go with. So, yeah, so the first mission that they get assigned to is, you know, they're into bank robberies and they're into money, aren't they? And basically, they get assigned the the ex-presidents. And Boosie's talking him through all of their crimes. And, you know, he says they normally do it. They do banks 90 seconds. That's the rule. There's four of them. They're in, they're out. They never go to the back. They just get the money and they go. Mm. And he's like, right, well, if you've been working on them so long, have you got any leads? And Boosie gives it the... Yeah, I've got a lead. They're surfers. The other two cops take the piss out of Boosie, don't they? They laugh at him and go, some surfing shit. Yeah. Oh, he's got his thing about... So Boosie doesn't really want to say. And so Keanu Reeves says, come on, let's look at this car. They go to look at the car and then eventually he sort of has that fight with Boosie to go, are you just one of those cops who's going to take the cheque, retire and fuck off? Or do you know something? And he goes, yeah, I think I do. And yeah. I think they're surfers. And then that's yeah. when you get a bit deeper into it and you realise that Boosie's going to have, be a, a kind of, a, at least a cop, not just like yeah. retired. At least he knows, he knows something. Yeah. If you were going to commit a bank robbery, if we were, yes. what masks would we wear? What would we be? I'd be David Platt. <laughs> so we'd all go in different face I'd go in your face Craig I don't know what we'd be the three musketeers we could dress up as musketeers to rob banks who are the three musketeers because it's not it's not D'Artagnan is it he's the fourth one isn't it um, I don't know any of the names Jack Colson and Ben <laughs> um, you'd, you'd get a bit stuffed on the sabres though wouldn't you because we'd have sabres we wouldn't have We'd have, like, swords. swords. We wouldn't have guns. So you'd be a bit stuffed. It could get messy, couldn't it? Yeah, you could go, look, just give me the money or I've got a sword. (laughs) And I'm in full gear with a horse. We just, we get, we escape. (laughs) The getaway. (laughs) Come on! I'm going to look him up now. I'm sure it's like... um, Ride like the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I've heard of these guys. It's the three musketeers. It's the three musketeers! (laughs) (laughs) You and your euphonium. (laughs) We go and rob them. And if they don't give us the money, Colson's going to play his euphonium. (laughs) (laughs) So Boosie has the brainwave, doesn't he? That they're surfers. And he he tells Johnny Utah. And the plan is, 
Utah is going to go undercover. And Boosie sees this as his chance. You know, he's got a partner who wants to work. He says, if you're going to go undercover, you've, you've got to go and act like a surfer. You've got to move like a surfer. Mm. So he goes in, undercover, and just like Jack in Barbados, takes to the waves for the first time. And he realises that actually surfing isn't that easy. And as he is surfing, he gets pushed out of the way, basically, by another surfer. And then they help him and say, don't come back on the waves until you know what you're doing. This surfer is a girl who is quite a key part to the film, isn't she? And um, what's she called? Tyler. He basically stalks Tyler, doesn't he? He gets a car reg plate and uses his detective skills to find out who she is, her backstory, and where she works. Yes. So he finds out her backstory, and part of that is obviously the fact that both of her parents have died. And he goes to work, and he confronts her and basically says, look, I want you to teach me surfing lessons. And she goes, good luck with that, hot shot. Isn't it time that you went back and did something in Utah? Jog on. So he basically then, being the pro detective that he is, Mm. uses the knowledge of her backstory and kind of, you know... Mixes it with his own, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, he makes it like the same person. He says, the reason I want to surf is because both my parents are dead and it's the only thing that makes me feel alive. Mm. Which... I'm sure at a point you'd go, hmm, that smells a bit of shit. Your name's Johnny Utah. You've just started surfing and your parents have died. I'm not sure, mate. No, I think it's I think it's a very good story. I think he's laid it up quite thick. You can see that she's sort of tough-skinned. You're not going to sort of like, you know, whisper sweet nothings to me and I'm going to flutter my eyelashes. It's only when he sort of like says, my parents are dead without even asking about hers, she's not going to go, so am I. I think yes, yeah. yeah. But she says to him, 6am on the dot, I'll see you there. And then basically, just like Jack in Barbados, he starts his surfing lessons, he starts his surfing journey. Interestingly, the guy who taught them to skydive said, surfing is the one thing you can't take up quickly. So if you don't know it, you're never going to be able to surf well enough to make it look so, like yeah. you can surf those big waves. It will never yeah. happen. So you see bits of footage, cack, small bits of footage of Reeves on and off the board. He sort of does that bit of training at the beach, doesn't he? Bit rocky, stand up, yeah. get onto the waves. Then he falls down, but he loves the surf. The big movie montage is kind of all around surfing, isn't it? Yeah. That, you know, that is... The, the the reason this film is like sexy and attractive compared to every other bank robbery movie is the fact that it's got surfing in it. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be surfing. The film was wrote as skateboarding and basically they decided that it, it just wasn't sexy, risky and thrill-seeking enough. We'd be that. The Musketeers <laughs> would be <laughs> the skateboarding. Be like, that'd be us, wouldn't it? No, we're, we're, we're in the music room playing the euphonium. <laughs> <laughs> they skate on horses. <laughs> And they've got daggers. And they always shout, one for all. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, surfing is the key theme to the film. Mm. And Utah is slowly beginning to surf. So he's kind of getting in this inner surfer circle. So he meets Tyler's ex-boyfriend. What's he called? Bodie. And who's he played by? Swayze. Patrick Swayze, who looks a hell of a lot better than he did in Dirty Dancing. What do you mean? I think he looks really good in this film. I'll tell you what happened, right? Coulson's watching it, and you know we've been going through this journey of Coulson's blonde hair. 
Ah. Swayze's got the full blonde mop. Sun-kissed hair. Coulson looked at it and went... Blonde envy. Yeah, I want Swayze's hair, please, Barber. Give me a Swayze. I want a kind of soft curl and a bit of yeah. highlights and a tan, yeah. please. The That's salt what, spray. The salt spray. The girl that Johnny Utah's with had a little thing with Swayze. And he eyes up Johnny Utah, doesn't he? And thinks, who's this guy? And then invites him round that night or play football or something. Well, they sort of get up in a, a bit of a fight, don't they? Yeah. And it's Bodie sort of sticks his neck out for Utah. Well, they kind of know each other, isn't it? That they played no, college football. They play with college each other. Fo- They play that football match, don't they? At night, with yeah. the headlights on. No, you've, before you've skipped a bit. No, you've, you've skipped, skipped a bit. bit. You skipped a bit. You, you Have you watched the film? Yeah. Have you? Right. Yes. Have you? When did you watch the film? Not last night. Night before. The bit that Jack has skipped, which is a very important part of the film, is to establish what part of Surf they are from. They can basically find out from the sand, from the hair, what beach they surf on. So he finds out what part of the beach it is, and he goes to that beach. He sees this gang, yeah? Yeah, but you've skipped a bit now. We're talking about. Yeah. We're now. You both skipped a bit. You both need to watch the film again. So after they meet, initially, they have that football rugby match, that NFL match on the sand. Mm. And that's when Swayze's character goes, because Johnny Utah bashes everyone out the way takes Swayze out into the water and goes, and they all go, hold on, hold on, guy. This is just a game. And he goes, no, no, no. This is Johnny Utah. You could have played pro. And he went, yeah, 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 man. And he'd seen him play in the Rose Bowl, that big college game. And unbeknownst to Johnny Utah, that is the perfect cover. That gets him in. Johnny Utah didn't plan for that. But Swayze's now gone, no, no, this guy's got something. I know him. He played college football. Then you find out he blew his knee. It blew his career and he says, I'm a lawyer now. Then we get to the hair bit where they've got to try and link a small group of surfers to the same dead president. So it's four or five of them, isn't it? What Boosie says is, there's a pack within a pack and that's what you've got to find. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to they're gonna be on a beach somewhere. You're going to need to get... They get some samples, don't they? Mm, some yeah. sand samples mm. or something. We need to find out where they're surfing, where the best surface where these boys are they find out what part of the surf it is utah is in he thinks i'll just blend in i'll just be a cool surfer just like jack in barbados he's on the board he falls off but he's distracting surfers again well there's a thing in surfing isn't it about having someone take your wave yeah if it's your wave you get off that wave if you're the surfer and if someone's shit, they take your wave. Like Shepard yes. would have had a go at someone else in Barbados. Absolutely. Go, That's my wave, man. I'm Jack That's Utah. My wave. I'm Jack Jacksonville. Yeah. Jack Jacksonville. <laughs> so he takes someone's wave and he kind of gets himself into issues with a gang, doesn't he? Yes. Mm. And at a point as an audience, you're thinking... He punched him in the face. Yeah. So you're thinking he's found the gang because there's four lads. They turn on him. And they basically say, you're not from round here, you shouldn't be here. Meanwhile, Boosie's sat in the car. Doing the classic Mm. cop thing in those times is sit in a car on your own with binoculars. Massive radio binoculars. I can't see you. (laughs) But everyone can see you, Boosie, because you're not that undercover. (laughs) (laughs) It is obviously an action film, and there is quite a lot of action in it. So 
that's kind of the first, you know, we, we have the NFL game and that's full on. You kind of see the extent of Swayze and Keanu Reeves. They throw each other at each other. They really don't hold back. Like all the lads go for it. Like it's quite a manly action film. Testosterone flying around. Yeah. The scene where they beat him up, the four lads. The lead thug is him from, he's the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Not Flea. Uh, Not Flea. He's the bassist. Anthony Kiedis. He's like the lead gangster. However, on this film, on Point Break, the fight director was very like certain that he didn't want people to get hurt and he wanted it to look very good. Mm. So they had fight training. An old lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers goes, oh, well, I want to be in the film. I'll just go to the day of filming that they need me and didn't turn up to the fight training. So he got there and the fight director went, Right, you've got one shot, he knocks you out with the first punch because you've not learned what to do, the rest of them can fight. Right. That's brutal, that, isn't So it? he got twatted with the surfboard then, like, straight away. But isn't it, isn't it funny, I was looking at when he shoots guns and when he does that fight, and you look at him there at 24, whatever he is, and mm. you look at him now in his mid-50s as John Wick, Yeah, how things have changed in films. Yeah, how fights have changed, how shooting guns have changed. Because the it looks a bit John Wayne, doesn't it? Surfboard in the face, all fight, fighting around the shower. Johnny Utah's just starting. Johnny out. Utah's starting out. It's a it's a shower scene, but it's a fight. Okay, Johnny, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> so tell me then, where is Swayze at, and where is Keanu Reeves at before this film's made? Oh well, I mean, Swayze's done Dirty Dancing. Swayze, Ghost was about to come out. He was going to hit big time with that. He must he's have been done, the lead. He's he done Roadhouse as well, hasn't he? Swayze. Yeah. Swayze got offered Johnny Utah, didn't he? Um, I think he auditioned for that. But and then when he read do, the script, yeah. he said, I yeah. want to do that part. Well, Keanu Reeves, I think, had done Bill and Ted. And is that a bit of a comedy not taken too seriously? Well, that's complete surfer kind the of. The kids love him. Hey, kids dude. loved him. And he does a bit of it in the film. You know when yeah. he goes up to the guy to get the yeah, hair? Yeah, he does. He plays that character. Go, oh, man, yeah, he you got does. something in your hair, man. Yeah. And that's the character from Bill and Ted. And that was big at the time. Massive. The 90s, MTV, all that shit. And then you've got this, which is, well, directed by Catherine Bigelow, who at the time uh, was married to James Cameron. James Cameron, who did Terminator 2, Avatar, Aliens. Catherine Bigelow. So it's, a, it's interesting to see it directed from a female perspective, what could be a very laddie film has other elements to it. The surf element, their relationship, bearing in mind she's directed it. I like that about it. It has Mm. other elements to it. It's not just a robbery film, is it? No. There's something a bit bigger between these two, what they're sharing. So we see um, the friendship grow, don't we, between Keanu Reeves and... Uh, Patrick Swayze like we we just see it's a bromance it, isn't it's it it's a yeah. love story come on it it's is. a love come story on. as the friendship's growing um, the case is growing and Keanu Reeves is getting better as a surfer and he's also getting better as a detective because they're getting more and more leads he doesn't think Swayze's the guy does he does, doesn't think he's got anything to do with it he thinks it's the other lot doesn't he the Chili yeah. Peppers lot the Chili Pepper think, gang that's a great name hey what's your gang name Three Musketeers. Oh, what's yours? Chili Pepper Gang. That's good. It's much better, isn't it? Maybe we should yeah. call it the Chili Pepper Gang now. I've changed it. That sounds much better. Much more bank robbery, doesn't it? So they set up... Um, they, they have a stakeout, don't they? 
for the Chili Peppers game. Bandits. Bandits. And the bandits. The bandits, the bandits. They know that they're going to get them. So Utah, this is his big moment. But the night before they take on the Chili Pepper gang, yeah, he goes to a house party, doesn't he? With his newfound surfing friends. Yeah. yeah. And that's when him and Tyler have a romantic night in the sand. You know the scene, Colson said this to me, you know the scene, Jackie, where mm. they're in the they're in the water and they're getting, and it's like at night and they're looking at each other's eyes. She oh God, is freezing. 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 You see lips. Lips yeah. going. And bo- bottom jaw. Bottom jaw. Freezing. Freezing cold. Reminded me of Ben in the quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I looked at her and I thought... There's nothing going through her head. No. Apart from, I am so cold, kiss me, Keanu, and then they'll yes. say cut. When they're kissing, you can see how cold mm. she is. Yeah, I really felt well, When it. they were having surfing lessons, Swayze had done a bit of surfing, so he, he kind of knew a bit. Keanu had never been on a board in his life. She couldn't swim. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the part. I did really like her in the film. She wasn't your typical blonde bombshell, you know, page free model yes, yeah. that it usually is in those action films. Yeah. A much better leading lady. Yeah. She did such a good job of selling that on her character. Yeah. She's cool. I think everyone quite likes Tyler in the film because you don't know how much Tyler knows. Mm. You know, when as an audience you start to work out that actually they're the ex presidents. Yeah. You do worry about Tyler's involvement until yeah. obviously we find that out. But um I think she I think she sells it really well. And also being directed from a, fe- a, more, a female director trying to make yeah. a female character not seem completely one-dimensional, have something about her. Yeah. So it's not a complete just like a girl who just services the script. She's yeah. got some something about her. So they take on the Red Hot Chili Peppers gang. Mm. That's when you realise they're kind of out of their depth because there's four cops, isn't there? There's four FBI agents versus a full gang that have a lot of guns. A lot of guns. Boosie using the old one-two of, I've lost my dog. (laughs) Knock, knock, knock. Brilliant. He obviously thought about that on the day. Uh, Hello, you see my little dog? Scooby. Guys, come on, Scooby. Scooby, Scooby, I've lost my dog. Have you seen my dog? No. No, I haven't. I tell you what else Boosie does before that that's brilliant is when he comes head to head with Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze what does he say to him when he goes head to head little girl doesn't he he goes have you seen a little girl yeah and it's so quick no doesn't he say they nicked his radio that's it car radio that's they it nicked his car. what's little girl what's little girl oh I don't know I thought no. he said he, have you seen a little girl running past he's smart that's a good point actually Coulson he runs down the stairs to save his mate Johnny Utah sees them getting on and go oh oh guys someone's nipped my radio you've seen it and Swayze just passes it off and goes god he's a bit crazy but he's quick isn't he doesn't blow his cover no, but Johnny Utah goes, don't you know who that is? It's Gary Busey. He's mental. <laughs> He'll be in Big Brother later. <laughs> in about 30 years time. <laughs> Busey's looking for his dog. Um, <laughs> I love that bit. Who thought? You know, who thought for a second? Now, we need to get you to the door 
and it needs to not look suspicious. It's how he's putting his mic on as he's, <laughs> as he's getting into character and walking down the street. Yes, it's like, and he's got the most loose shirt ever. And you think, <laughs> yeah. well, they're bound to see the mic. And he kind of doesn't... And he gets it put on literally three minutes from the house. Three, yeah. Don't worry, I'm undercover. I've got a Hawaiian shirt on and I've lost my dog. They'll never realise. <laughs> they go in, don't they? You know, he goes for it, full guns blazing, gives it the FBI, pushes people out of the way, shoots shoots Red Hot Chili Pepper. He got shot first as well, which yeah, is did. quite interesting. Well, what's weird is the film has been going along. We've had the robbery bit and then it's gone into the surf. It's been quite... We're building it up, and then suddenly we get to that house, and it <laughs> everyone gets everyone. shot. Everyone gets Everyone's shot. nude, and everyone gets stabbed in the back. It like yeah. suddenly turns into this horror. All the women naked, yeah, isn't it? Like she's fresh out the shower. She answers she's the door around. naked. The girl naked, who has yeah. a fight naked, naked. All the men loads Fully of clothes clothed. on and massive guns. It's like yeah. suddenly the film. What? And then. Chief Sergeant Jack, Chief uh, Sergeant Wild Hogs comes in and goes, because that's the same guy from Wild Hogs. It is. Co- yes. yes. Comes in and goes, what the bloody hell are you doing? This is Special Agent Bravo. This is Special Agent Montana. He's been undercover and you <laughs> yeah. just ruined it. They were drug dealers. They're not fucking gangsters. They're not, you know, they're yeah. not bank robbers. They're drug dealers. They're not bandits. They're not bandits. They're not the bandits that you're looking for. <laughs> so, Johnny Utah... And Boosie have failed. And then Utah's brain starts to click, doesn't it? Well, he goes on a surfing trip, doesn't he, with uh, Bodhi. And it's only when he sort of sees them click together on the waves, doesn't he? Tight group of four guys. Yeah. And one of them moonies, moonies him, doesn't he? Like he did in the robbery. And he goes, ah, I recognise those cheeks anywhere. That's when he goes, I've got it. They're the ex-presidents. But what I love is he goes, but I'm not going to let it ruin my friendship. I'll just be best mates until until I catch him. Because then it's time to really go skydiving, isn't it? Once he knows it's the next day, doesn't it? He's got a feeling that they're going to hit a bank 10 a.m. Monday because it's the, it, they're off for the summer, aren't they? What becomes clear is when Boosie early on in the film talks about they're obviously just nicking money to further their surfing careers. So that's the whole thing of it is that Swayze really isn't a bank robber it's like a kind of Robin Hood we don't hurt anyone we don't shoot anyone we take the money we chase the waves man do they go skydiving before the big chase no it's 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 when they know they go skydiving when they know don't they oh no they don't you're right Ben's right so this is this is how it goes so we have the famous line of get me to Johnny, get me to Utah, and then they miss it, don't they? The bank robbery's happening. He follows Swayze, doesn't he? And he sees Swayze go to a bank. Knows what bank he goes to, yep. Then they're doing the classic thing, stake out Boosie and Utah. They've only been in the car three minutes, and he wants yeah. some food. He wants a <laughs> fucking donut. He wants a massive sub, because he knows somewhere near there, go and get a meatball sub, so... Old Reeves goes out to the hut, Utah. I have two meatball subs and a tuna. And behind him, the car pulls up. And early on in the film, they've said they leave the car running. They nick a car, leave it running. So there's no getaway driver. So you just think, oh, it's a car on the side. And that's what you see. And you see the presidents run into the bank. 
Utah goes back to Boosie. Boosie loves the sandwich. Yeah, he does. And then we start to see the robbery, don't we? They turn up and Utah's like, oh my God, the bank robbery. And then he does the stupidest fucking thing in the film. Rather than just getting in the car, letting them pull off, follow them, he draws his gun and goes FBI when they're virtually in the car and then they just speed off. Because I said this to Ben, because I went, well, that's cover blown straight away. He knows it's up. He knows it's up, but they haven't even spotted him. He could just quite clearly jump in the car and go, right, Boosie, shh, eyes on the road, follow him. Shit end to a film. Get out, fire your gun, Reeves, say FBI, give it the big Utah. I need yeah. a massive chase. Keanu Reeves goes for that. Like, he goes, yeah. this is me being action hero well he's doing the stunt because obviously the lad in the mask is not Swayze it was meant to be Swayze it was meant to be Swayze the only reason it wasn't he couldn't do that day filming because he was doing press release for Ghost oh really because Ghost was about to come out so he was in Europe doing Ghost doing some pottery doing some pottery with Demi and Righteous Brothers he was doing that Right, Utah, you're on your own. So it's when it's fine. They don't need me for this bit anyway. They can put a guy in a mask. So he's missed the, one of the best scenes. Good. What Great. did you think of that chase? Because I know that chase, Coles, and I Great love it. Chase. Well, I turned around to you, Ben, and went, "Oh, chase me!" I thought that was the end of the film. Maybe I've not seen <laughs> yes, it. Yes, he did. <laughs> so they do this massive, massive chase, don't they? And 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 old Swayze. It's got the the face on it. There's a bit at the end, isn't there? It's yeah. like that look. It's Utah to Bodie. Tight shot of his eyes. Is he going to shoot him? Yeah. And he goes no, and he shoots in the <laughs> air. Do do do. And it's kind of like that love bit. He can't shoot his mate. He's yeah. kind of soulmate. And Colson yeah. went to me. Oh. Because it carried on, obviously. We had another half an hour. An hour? Yeah. Oh, an hour. He went, oh, I thought that was the end. Because when Mm. we started it, you went, I know the end to this, Ben. I know the end. end." And I thought, I'm not sure what you do. And then halfway through, you went, oh, it's not the end, is it? And I went, no, (laughs) no. Good bit, though. And then this is why I guess it's almost is a bit of a different film to most films like this. Because normally, when you've realised that your mate is an FBI agent... Mm. You think, well, we either kill him or we run. Like, there's two options. Mm. No, no, no. Not the ex-presidents. That's not what they do. They decide, let's go team bonding, skydiving. Yeah. Yes. So they go skydiving and act like nothing's happened, don't they? But there's an undercurrent of something has happened. Yeah. It's that elephant in the room. And then there's that scene where he chucks him the backpack and he goes... Who packed my backpack? Yeah. Because mm. he's thinking, I've got no parachute. They, yeah. They're going to kill me off. I've got the euphonium. I haven't got the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> you packed a euphonium. And he pulls it. And it's just a huge trombone. <laughs> and they, they swap the parachutes around, don't they? So he kind of has yes. that level of trust. And then that scene where they jump out of the plane, you really almost feel like they grow closer even knowing that it's coming to an end and they're tearing apart you feel like they're getting so close and like they are soul brothers in a way it's a really weird scene Swayze pulls out of Utah what he's always suppressed and Swayze is the wild thing he's the man with nature he's living on the edge like School of Rock he's sticking it to the man 
He's the dude. Thank you. Good link. That's an awful link. Uh, and Utah's always played it by the rules. And that's why I think, I know we laugh a bit, but to me, it is a bit of a kind of love story between these two. Because he's going, I know you're in there. I know if you weren't doing that job, you'd be with us. Yeah, surfing yeah. and robbing banks. I know you would. That's the bit in it. If if you weren't a detective, you're one of us. If you weren't a detective, you would have salt spray in your hair and a yes. tan and blonde. blonde and curly locks. You'd be Colson. Keanu Reeves knows it as well, doesn't he? He you know, they they're kind of both thinking the same thing. Yeah. Mm. Which does set you up for almost a tragedy in a way. Yeah. It isn't. So they get down. You know, they've had this amazing time. But in the meanwhile, whilst they've been up in the air skydiving down, the boys on the ground have been busy kidnapping Tyler. Yes. Swayze says to him, look, you would be one of us and you're going to be one of us because we've got one more job before we go for summer. Yeah. And you're going to do that job with us. And he goes, no, I can't. Oh, we kill lots of jobs. No, I can't. I'm a cop. And it's the ultimatum of we'll kill Tyler. Well, because they know the game's up. They're like, if if they let Keanu go, he's going to tell Boosie, and yeah. then all the gang's going to come after him. Like, oh, get your... I don't know, that bit of it. And she's trapped and screaming for her life. I was like, Oof. Yeah, he's not going to kill her, is he, really? He's just pretending. He's got that, he's got that man with a woman, female name, Rosie, to oh, look yes. after her. I know. He's the wild. He doesn't serve. He's, he's the guy served. that's got a name like Rosie that you never say. Why are you called Rosie? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you, you mean. You never like, bring no. that up. I know exactly what you know. mean. So they go, and I like this. They're preparing for one last robbery. What's great is we know what a robbery looks like from them, yeah. and as an audience member now, you're going, "Oh right, masks." guns we're in the van we're going on a robbery they give Mm. keanu a gun with no bullets in it and no no mask mask. but the plot (laughs) twist is when they're robbing this bank swayze gives it the shout of go to the vault yes their boys know we don't go to the vault the audience know we don't go to the vault keanu reeves goes you don't go to the vault like yeah what is going on i felt then He's not high enough. Yeah. He's chasing the high. Yeah. And he's got a cop in with him from the FBI and he's going, do you know what? I think I'm pretty indestructible. And that's the reason he keep, even when he knows that he's an FBI agent, that's the reason why he keeps him and forces him into the gang because he says to the boys, he says, look, we've done this now. We've never done this with an FBI agent with us. Like, this is a high. This is like, mm. we're on the edge of the edge. Mm. And they run, don't they? They run and basically keep to the plan, which is... Yeah, but a few get killed on the way, don't they? A a few get killed on the way. Some get shot and he takes them with him. They go straight to the airport, don't they? No. Yeah, they do, the gang They do, but Utah stays. He's shot, isn't he? Yeah, Utah's shot in the chest, but he's got one of those bulletproof vests on. It's all gone to shit. The cop's dead. One of the other gang is dead. They get into the van. They're off onto the airport. Wild Hogs wants to arrest him. Wild Hogs wants to arrest him. Boosie knows different. Boosie says, I'm taking him in. They get into the car with the meatball subs. And he goes, <laughs> I know where they're going. Boosie goes, I thought you would. I've got the key to the cuffs. Let's go. So it's Boosie and Utah back together. Going to the airport. We're going to take Swayze on. They get there. 
Swayze is going to take off, but they spot Boosie. He takes it in the chest, doesn't he? They shoot him. <laughs> but Boosie does the classic again. Has anyone seen my dog? Boosie's meant to be hiding with a gun. He's full and you can't miss him. You can't miss him. The lad hides, comes up behind him. He's like, there's Boosie with a massive gun. Hawaiian. Don't tell anyone. Hawaiian shirt. The most uncop cop out there. Don't tell anyone. I'm going to shoot him. I'm going to shoot Swayze. Boom, but the lad's behind him. Blows it. It's a it's a shoot off, isn't it? Swayze in Utah, Boosie in the other lad. <laughs> During filming, you know, Swayze wanted to go skydiving during the course of the film, and they were like, "No, you're not allowed to do that because we're shooting a film. If anything happens, you'll screw everything up for us." But he was doing it anyway, and he kept on going up to Boosie saying. Boosie, come with me. Come, come with me skydiving. It's really good. It's really good. And Boosie was like, Swayze, I'm not interested. He went, please, Boosie, please, please come with me skydiving. So in the end, Boosie went, all right, and went skydiving with him. Swayze did 40 jumps whilst they filmed that film. Did, did 40 jumps. But they have that shot. They do have that shot of him saying that one line. And then falling out the plane. Yeah, and that is yeah, that is him. And that is him. From from the plane falling backwards. Anyway, so we're back at the airport. Boosie's gets got shot in the back, He's isn't gone. he? He's, He's gone. gone. Did Boosie die? Boosie's I was gone. No, nah, he's gone. gone. He's dead. The meatballs kill him. I was tired at this point, but but I Boosie you were did blowing. die, didn't he? You were blowing. Boosie did die. It was a late one, Ben. It was a late you one. You were blowing and you you weren't on your euphonia. <laughs> <laughs> Boosie's gone. And it's just them two on the plane. It's just them two on the plane. And no. The other guy who's dying. The other guy who's dying, because Boosie gets one in the chest. Yeah. Boosie goes, ah my back, have it in the chest. Boom, back. Still lost his dog. Still not found his dog. (laughs) Or his car radio. They're in the plane. It's Reeves, Swayze, and the guy who's basically dying. And Swayze says, you've got to come with us, and then I'll release the girl. The only way, obviously, to drop off is to do it in style, which means skydiving. But there's only two parachutes, isn't there? So the guy dying obviously gets one because... He gets one, and Swayze gets one. So it means that Johnny Utah is in the plane, and that's it. They've gone. But there is a pilot, but he's going to go after them, isn't he? I guess their their thinking was that that's it. You know, he doesn't kill his mate, but they get away with it. And what happens in that moment is Bodhi's character delivers Utah the ultimate high. Jump out of a plane with no parachute. Oof, hello. I'm going to take. You thought you were high before. I'm going to take you another level. It's four o'clock in the morning. I'm playing this banging tune. Jump out the plane with no parachute. And you can see Utah going, this is it. Mm. This is the moment. And then they both lock, don't they? He flies down to Swayze. Gun in one hand. He has. He flies down with a gun. That is tough. When I've jumped out of a plane before, I always find it's hard to keep hold of your weapons. Well, you've got the euphonium, so you're absolutely blowing, <laughs> sinking like a stone. The euphonium's <laughs> taking you down rapid. I did a bungee jump, and um, I basically, it, it was in New Zealand, it was in Taupo, and they, they tie your feet for a bungee jump, and I had really sunburnt feet, so it was incredibly painful. So I'm stood on the edge of the platform, and I'm, I'm waiting to jump, and I'm 
absolutely bricking it. And they've done the old 3-2-1 bungee and I've just stayed there. 3-2-1 bungee. And I'm like, bungee. I'm like, I'll, um, I'll, I'll go when I'm ready, thanks. In this hand, I've got my GoPro. Because I'm like, if I'm doing it... I'm recording my I'm head recording coming it. off. <laughs> <laughs> the alligators at the bottom. And it, it wasn't a water, Jack. It wasn't Was a water. It? Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm stood there bracing myself. And I can't jump. And then this girl, this is in New Zealand, don't forget. And then this little Irish girl goes, are you going to jump or what, Craig? So I went, oh, bollocks. Like, this isn't what I need. So jumped, GoPro in one hand. First thing I did, drop the GoPro. (laughs) Gone. Saw the footage. Oh, shit, he's dead. (laughs) I did a bungee. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Battersea Power Station. The South Bank. When I was at South Bank when it was there. Uh, I got on there. You sit there, don't you? And you, they tie the kind of elastic bands to your feet. And it's not yeah. tight. It's crappy elastic bands. And they're different colours depending on your weight. And he said to me, mm. right, I've tied red and yellow to your feet. And you look at the chart, red and yellow's right for your weight. Mm. Do you agree? And I went, no. And he went, what do you mean you don't agree? I said, I'm colour blind. He said, are you taking the piss? And I went, no, I'm about to jump off Battersea Power Station. No, I'm not. I'm colourblind. I can't see the colours. You're saying that's red and yellow. Yeah. And, and are you all safe to jump? And I went, I'm colourblind. And he went, oh, shit, my oh, fuck shit. it. Shut the gate. Sent me up. Jump. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> so I'm going up and there's video, there's pictures of me going up. I'm, I've gone. My head's gone. I've got no Don't idea. Don't know. It's in your head then. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking he's in my head and I'm yeah. thinking I'm not bungeeing. I'm just dropping because mm. it's not going to be right for my weight. And you know, they said three, two, one bungee to you. <laughs> it was gate open. Go. Chug me out. <laughs> like not three, gate two, one open. bungee. Not have a little think. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to the top. Out. And then as I'm going down, I'm silent. I'm yeah. silent. Silent. And then it takes your feet and you don't really feel it. Oh, you don't feel it. Oh, it's awful, Jack. Yeah. My, mine was into water and my feet were so sunburned. It was pain. I, I might have a picture somewhere. I'll, I'll be able to find it. I'll, we'll find the picture of Ben on Battersby uh, and we'll you know find what, the picture Battersby, of me at Talpo. I've got, do you know what? I've got it in my kitchen. Have you? Mm. Mint. Well, that's, that's, that's Sofa Cinema Club social media sorted. Um, right. Hold on. We've... So he hasn't bungeed. He's jumped off with his big magnum. They've got each yeah. other in a clinch. <laughs> and uh, Keanu Reeves goes, you pull, you the, cord. pull the, f- the cord. And he says, drop the gun. You pull the cord. No, no, no. Then it's another high off, isn't it? In mm. the end, Reeves drops the gun, pulls the chute. They go up, they land. But Reeves has already got a bad leg. Yeah. So he lands and just bottles it. I love the bit where they're. I love the bit where they're caught in the parachute for like thirty minutes. Yeah, they're like 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 they couldn't get it out. It's like real filming. Keep rolling. Keep, keep rolling, rolling. Keep mm. rolling. No, they'll get out. Don't worry. Keep rolling. You're thinking mm. how tight the little package. They get out. Swayze's mate, the nutty one with the girl, comes up in the jeep. Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> Rosie, Rosie with Tyler. the girl with Tyler, and Reeves thinks this is it, and then. Swayze's off, isn't he? In his yeah. Jeep. Swayze gets away. He gets the girl, and that's the yeah. best he's going to get because his knees knacked. He can't give chase to Bodie. Cut to Australia. Land Rover. Yeah, 
a year later, and he said yeah. on the beach yeah. a while back, Bodhi said, he's not going to miss a 50-year storm. Yeah. And it comes round every 50 years. Yeah. It's going to happen in Bondi Beach, Australia. Mm-hmm. And it's going to kick off, and it's going to be the greatest waves that the, the planet's ever known. Yeah. Ride or die, man. And he's going to be there for it. So yeah. he's remembered that. Yeah, yeah. So he goes, and sure as shit, Bodhi's there on the beach, and he looks like he's the only one mental enough to ride the waves. Because everyone's Just gone, like haven't they? Jack in Barbados, like Caribbean, red, red flag. flag day. Doesn't stop me. Utah goes up to the beach, throws down the mask, which he's obviously been carrying all around the world, and he goes through it, doesn't he, where he's chased him all around the world. Uh, and then it's basically the end of the film with Swayze and Utah. He cuffs him, doesn't he? Get, yeah. They get yeah, they have a big fight, him. don't they? Yes, and he cuffs him. And then there's that kind of the big moment, isn't there? All the police turn up. Sweat, SWAT team are there. Art the Wild Hogs is there. Wild is there. And this is the moment where it's kind of that bit of job, friendship, right and wrong, isn't it? Because mm. he knows what he's doing Mm. you know Swayze says this is what I've lived for you know what's going to happen let it happen and he undoes the handcuff and Swayze walks off gets his surfboard and all the squat team come over and go what the fuck are you doing you let him him get away he says that line doesn't he I can't be caged yeah and then you see him catch a surf and die yeah pretty much (laughs) he does die he does he dies James Cameron said uh, on some commentary for another film that they all believed Bodhi went out there in the <laughs> sea and died. Did. I was looking at that going, you'd be absolutely gutted. If you'd given it the full beans, you'd robbed loads of banks, you've gone round the world, you're looking at the wave of your life, you don't even ride it, you've been it straight away. Straight off. <laughs> believe he always said, though. I mean, you would bin it straight off. Did you see the size yeah, of the fucking Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Jesus it's like Christ. he didn't even catch it for a bit. No, you can't. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, the, shit. The yeah. stunt double who played Patrick Swayze had obviously had a mint, mint filming. Like, he'd loved it because he'd just got to surf. And those waves, because they filmed it in Hawaii, those waves were actually real. Like, it was the biggest waves they'd had in, like, five years. And he was gutted that his job for the day was to die because he was like this they waited until it was peak wave and he knew that the best wave he's ever going to experience in his oh. life the safest he could possibly be he had to bin it Labin. so on that cheery note yes we're going to rate it but before rate we rate it. it let's just have a quick break hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? 
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Who goes first? Uh, we do. It's our film. Yeah. Shall I go first? You go first. Is he going to adopt Jack's new scoring system? Oof. I forgot. Do you know what? I have to be honest. I completely forgot about that. Um, it's flawed, the film. I thought you meant the scoring system. No, th- I mean, that's, that's, I love that now. I'm well into it. We're making it up as we go along. I'm going into minuses soon. I'm doing percentages next I'm doing- week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing stars. I'm holding stars, then flags. Uh, Keanu Reeves is, is shite. Um, Swayze is mint. Keanu Reeves being shit is fine. Boosie's mad. It's of a time. I love her as a director. Of that time when I saw that film, it was fucking exciting. And maybe that's what I remember about it. It does look a bit dated. It looks a bit old. The robberies, the surfing, the kind of love story. Those guys. So it's got a place in my heart. So I think my rating is probably not rational, but it's my heart. Eight. An eight. An eight. An eight. Yeah, big. So is that a film that you haven't watched particularly recently then? Yeah. Other than last night? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of, you you picked it based on the memory and how it made you. Absolutely. like how I pick Exactly films. how you pick a film. For yeah. me, that holds, yeah, it yeah. doesn't really bear rewatch massively, but there are real bits in there I love. Mm. And I love Swayze in it. And I love what she's done with that film. And it could have been just any old cack film. And it's not. So for me, yeah. I'm voting yeah. probably as a younger when I first saw it. There we go. Shepard? Um, for everything you've just said, it doesn't stand the test of time, this film. It is very dated. Um, I watched it with my girlfriend. It was the first time she's seen it. She loved all the surfing bit and the bank robbery bit and the skydiving. But for me, I think it sort of fell apart in a way. His sort of relationship with Bodhi, and he just forgot he was a cop. I found that somewhat hard to believe. I didn't like the ending when he let him go. If you think you've taken the whole fucking LA police department out to Australia, Australia. and you've just and let him, him fucking yeah, go. But that whole point of that was he's sticking it to the man. That's the end. That's the end. Utah's gone. Do you know what? I'm beyond a cop now. I'm. Here we go. It's a decimal place. I'm going six and a half. Six point five. Six point five. There's a lot to it that I don't remember. And as I'm older now and watch it, I do actually think "Mm, maybe that's why they remade it. And when I haven't seen the remake, I know there is a remake, but I haven't seen it. And I refused to watch it. And I'm not a big fan of remakes. Lion King, you know, Jumanji. I don't watch any of them. Um, 
and I haven't seen the remake of Point Break, so I... Uh... 6.5? But Keanu Reeves is really shit in it. Yeah. He's so shit. Colson, what's your rating, kidder? Um, yeah, so um, I've adopted the new process. Ah. ah. I'm going 7.3. Because <laughs> I was going to go seven point five, but Jack's got a new rule, so I 7. went. I'll 3. go seven point three. Do you know what? I tell you what it is. For me, mm. I had Fast and Furious. You had Point Break, Ben. Yeah, they're very similar yeah. stories, yes. and mean, they yeah. have very similar flaws. Yeah. So I think if I watch Fast and Furious again, yeah, I would really enjoy it. But watching Point Break again, I enjoyed the story, but mm. the story is the same as Fast and Furious. Keanu Reeves, I mean, he's not particularly good. Anyone could do it, but it does work. Like, that yeah. is... He does yeah. sell it, sort of thing. He is yeah. Keanu Reeves. I think he is in every other film. I just don't think he is in this one. But this is his makings of, if that makes well, sense. Patrick Swayze, he, he's mint. He's Boosie's funny. It's got Boosie's good guy. comedy. It's not your typical action movie. It's not like... The shite action movies that get made now, like Olympus Has Fallen and all that crap. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is a, yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. film and an action movie. Like, it's yeah. a good film. Yeah. So it would have been 7.5, but seeing as I can give it a 7.3 7. now... Good jump in. Why point not? Three. Jump in. in. Did you do 6.2? Because that makes it up to the point five. then. What did you go, Jack? I did point five, six point five. Jack broke his own rule. So what is that maths then, Ben? Hit us. Oh, I don't know. I've got to get the fr- <laughs> like, like. I'm Carol Vorderman. I've just worked it all out. Hold on, hold on, hold well, on. You've gone. Did you go point three? So that's what did point I go? Eight, eight plus. <laughs> what did six. you do? Six seven and seven. Three. Thirteen point eight, and you did twenty-one point seven. Twenty-one point no. Twenty-one. 21.8. I tell you what, this new scoring system, Jack, it's easy. I didn't, it is yeah, easy. Don't fuck around with me, Pythagoras' theorem. You came up with this. You should be telling us what the score is. You came you up with it. the decimal places. I had it. Easy. Single numbers. That's one, two, three. That's simple ad, isn't it? No. You've dropped in with the long division. Come on. 21.8. 21. Right. So, next week's film isn't chosen by me isn't chosen by Ben, isn't chosen by Jack. It has been chosen by the audience. Yes. Over 6,000 of you have voted. Have they? And it has been a bit of a landslide, I have to say. It's been a bit of a landslide. So the semi-finals, in number one, we've got Kez Mm. and Field of Dreams. Yeah. And in number two, we had City of God and Crocodile Dundee. Field of Dreams pinched Kez by about 40 votes. Pinched it really tight. Crocodile Dundee won by about a 1,000. Like, Are you joking? Absolutely. Are you joking? That's not it. a knife. This is a knife. That's Final. Final, which is... Uh, City of Dreams. What? City of Dreams. <laughs> you made two films up there. City of Dreams against... <laughs> Crocodile, crocodile Jack God, <laughs> crocodile Kes. Set in Sheffield is better. Crocodile. The final is Field of Dreams versus Crocodile Dundee. Okay, so come on, drum roll. What is it? I don't know what it is. What is it? Next week we are watching 
Crocodile Dandy. <laughs> <laughs> It's a joke. It's the a audience. Joke. It's what not, the audience the want. Audience and what was joke? the percentage there? About eighty to twenty. Oh it my. was a landslide. It's what people oh, want. Right. New rule. Whoever we pick to do the synopsis, you've got to do it in your best Australian accent. <laughs> that's a rule. <laughs> that will be funny. Yeah. Just, so just for Crocodile Dundee. Not not yes. for every other. Film. No no no. Just for Crocodile yeah. Dundee. And remember. Um, whatever you suggest on the Instagram, whatever films you suggest or anything is fine. No matter how crazy the idea is, no matter how old yes. the film, no matter how you'll think, oh, no one else will like this. It, that's even better. The more left field, the more it's something from your childhood. There's no wrong answers. So all the, as we go on, the more films we have, the better. And the more kind of out there, the better. Yeah. I think it's important to remember that, as we say at the start of this podcast, this is the film club that all of you can join in and all of you can be a part of. Because, you know, that is what film is and that's the beauty of it. And we hope that our podcast can bring you all together. And if you want to keep in the film club and in the family, you can join us on social media through the week at Sofa Cinema Club on Twitter and Instagram. There'll be loads of stuff on there. We might even see Ben doing... A uh, bungee jump. A colour blind bungee. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that's not caught on. (laughs) And if you want to be a star in our film club, please go onto iTunes and leave us a review. Give us five stars, write a comment. It really does help us with the podcast and the charts. Yeah, it does. um, Really do that. It'd be great. Mm. Thanks. We will see you next week down under for a bit of crocodile dandy. (laughs) Good night, God bless. Good night, God bless. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.